escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good evening. Coming up in the next half hour, government records 5.63% oversubscription of treasury bill sales, but at highest interest rates. And some fiscal policies implemented by government worsened Ghana's operational risk. That is the accession of financial analyst Seyram Kawas. Ghana is ranked among 16 African countries with worsened operational risk. And Ghana Hotels Association to embark on protest march to the Office of the Public Utilities Regulatory Commission over recent increase in electricity and water tariffs. I am Beverly Broome. This is Business Live. Please stay with us. Again, thanks for choosing us. Now, government recorded 5.63% oversubscription of treasury bill sales, but at surging interest rates. According to the auction results by the Bank of Ghana, the government got 3.22 billion cities. The following report has more. Accepted 3.2 billion cities of the bids tendered by the investors, largely banks, representing about 99% of the subscription. However, interest rates continue to rise, raising concerns about the cost of repaying the debt instrument. This time around, a chunk of the bids came from the 91-day bill in which 2.3 billion cities were tendered. The government accepted all the bids. 
about 717.5 million CDs came from the 182-day bill, of which 701.6 million CDs were accepted. For the 364-day bills, the bids tendered were 146.2 million CDs. The government took 143.2 million CDs. Meanwhile, the yield on the 91-day bid increased by 0.31% to 27.02%. That of the 182-day bill also went up to 28.61% from the previous 27.88%. For the one-year bill, the interest rate was 31.24% from 31.08%. Now, Ghana is ranked among 16 African countries whose operational risk worsened between the end of 2022 and mid-2023. That's according to the Economist Intelligence Unit's latest operational risk outlook. Let's hear more from this report. According to the UK-based firm, the Western scores have been driven mainly by deterioration in the macroeconomic risk subcategory. This reflects the negative impact of rising domestic consumer prices on businesses' profit margins and the wider implications for exchange rates and monetary policy. That said, despite shocks presented by the Russia-Ukraine war and the scars left by coronavirus pandemic in 2020 and 2021, EIU said macroeconomic risk retains its place as the best rated subcategory across the region with an average score of 43, equivalent to a C rating. This is mainly reflecting relatively fast economic growth that comes with expanding populations. Meanwhile, 11 of the 51 countries have an improving risk outlook. This include Tanzania, the Central African Republic and Ethiopia. Now, senior finance lecturer at the University of Cape Coast, Seyram Kawa, has indicated that some fiscal policies implemented by government accounted for the worsening of Ghana's operational risk. The Economist Intelligence Unit ranked Ghana as a country with worsened operational risk between the end of 2022 and mid-2023. Speaking on the marketplace, Mr. Kawa said government needs to prioritize the needs of the country to address this issue and create a favorable environment for businesses. When you look at that, we can look at both external factors and internal factors that affect the operations of companies in Ghana in particular. The external ones, as I have mentioned, we are looking at the Russia-Ukraine war. Aside that, we also have the banking sector cleanup. That has also affected. We also have situations where our government was not able to manage the exchange rate very well. Our government was not able, uh, the domestic debt exchange that we also have over a period had affected a lot of companies, a lot of individuals in the country, and um, went a long way to affect the Bank of Ghana when they have to increase the policy rates within the country. And so there are some factors that are external to us, but then largely we can look at we not being able to manage the exchange rate system that we have in our country. 
and then the borrowings of government, the fiscal policies of government was not very good. We have increases in taxation within the period, and these increases have actually affected most of the businesses that are operating. When you look at what we have done so far, we've been able to secure the IMF deal. Securing the IMF deal brings some level of stability. So we all, over the period, we have seen inflation coming down and going up. Uh, we have seen the exchange rate stabilization. We've seen some agreements being entered between the government and IMF in terms of zero financing of IMF, uh, the government programs that we have. What we need to do is that we need to prioritize the needs of the country. Once we are able to prioritize the needs of the country, we would be able to do well. But my fear is that once we are entering an election year, and we have seen glimpses of the by-elections that have come in, politicians tend to ignore all the policies and then the benchmarks that they have set out for themselves. Mm. And that, I think, we need to go back and look at it and ensure that we follow what we have agreed with IMF and what we have agreed in the budget of the country. Government is expected to close the chapter on domestic debt exchange program in the coming days. This was after it secured more than 90% participation in the domestic dollar bonds, cocoa bills and pension funds. Yes, more. The domestic dollar bonds, the cocoa bills and the restructuring of the pension funds ended last Friday after it was extended on two occasions. But based on what Joy Business has picked up, participation in all these papers is picked at more than 90%. This government claims it has secured more than what it even targeted to describe this final round of domestic detention program as a success. The Finance Ministry, together with other financial institutions that worked on these papers, will be coming out with the fine details in terms of the level of participation as well as the allotments and how the payments will be done and the maturity dates in the coming days. Government sees the closing of this chapter of the domestic direction program as one of those targets that could help Ghana pass the first review under the ZIMF program come next month. Some market analysts also believe that finalizing this domestic direction program may give some clarity about the direction of the economy when it comes to government's finances. Now, government says it has made significant progress towards restructuring of its external debt, including eurobonds. Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam is the Minister of State at the Finance Ministry. I think we are making uh, uh, good progress uh, on, on that front as well. Uh, you know, we have two types of uh, external debts here. You have the, the eurobond uh, holders, and then also you have the bilateral uh, creditors. So for the eurobond, uh, holders, we set up two committees. Mm. You know, the first committee for the international uh, bondholders, and the, another committee for regional uh, bondholders. Mm. We've had constructive engagement uh, with them, and we actually shared in May uh, this year uh, their restructuring scenarios. Mm. You know, hoping to receive uh, uh, an offer from from them. Mm. As I speak to you, we've received uh, an offer from the regional bond uh, holders and. Uh, uh, we are negotiating, we are discussing seriously about that offer. Mm. We are hoping to receive uh, an offer from the international bond uh, bondholders. Uh, for the 
bilateral creditors. We are also engaging constructive discussions uh, with them. Uh, it's looking uh, good, and then uh, we hope to reach an understanding and to sign an MOU uh, with them in the next months. You know, and so this is where we are as far as the external debt uh, restructuring are concerned. Now, the Ghana Hotels Association has told Joy Business members of the group will tomorrow embark on a protest march to the Public Utilities Regulatory Commission over recent increases in electricity and water tariffs. The PRC announced an increase in electricity and water tariffs by 4.22% and 1.18% respectively, effective September 1, 2023. Let's go on Zoom now and speak to the president of the association, Dr. Edward Akanyamika Jr. Thanks so much, sir, for your time. Why are you embarking on the protest march tomorrow after the press conference? Right. Good evening and thanks for the opportunity. Mm. It's actually in relation to the PRC's tariffs for February, uh, March, April, and May. We recall that the PRC announced an 8.3% increase in water tariff for that period. But as it turns out, when our bills came, we actually saw 167% increase. What it means is that the hotels have incurred a lot of debt within that period. We've been asking the PRC to correct that. We've sent petitions. We've given us our GTA to the Grantorism Authority to intervene, uh, but nothing has really come out of it. And we have decided to mount this protest uh, so, so that this anomaly can be corrected. But exactly what do you want the PRC to do for your members? Very simple. You know, when the, we, we received the bills, which indicated 167%, we wrote to them. And they actually admitted that there had been some mistake in the categorization of the, uh, the uh, consumers. And so they would investigate and correct it. Only for them to come back later and say that it's a new categorization and been placed in the commercial category, which meant that they had put it to the commercial category and were going to uh, be on a, a, a rate or a tariff that was 167% above uh, what we, we used to pay. Mm. So what it means is that if you were paying 100 CDs, okay, for, for, for that period, it means that your new rate was going to be 167% more than the, the 100 CDs you are paying. And as we speak, they have allowed the Ghana Water Company to descend on hotels, threatening them with... Uh, cutting of their pipes and, and, and all that. So basically, we want them to reverse that 167% increase between February and March. We are not talking about the recent uh, tariffs. We have not even come there at all. We want the issue between February and May to be resolved. And that's all. We want them to reverse that 167% to the 8.3%, which they announced and which we know we have to work with. What time is this march supposed to start? Well, like you rightly said, the, we will have a press conference mm. with the PRC issue as a main uh, topic, but we have four other things on our list of five which we want to talk about. So we'll start at 10. Uh, hopefully by 11, 11.30, we are done with the press conference. And then we'll march from the international press center where we'll be having the press conference to the office of the PRC, less than two kilometers away. So mm. a very simple march. 
We have notified the police in line with the public order at about two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, we've not, not really had that serious engagement because a few times that they tried to meet us, they couldn't uh, make it. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. But we also know that the law requires us to notify the police, which we have done. And so we are going ahead with the march, and we are sure that they will provide us with the protection that we need. Mr. Kanyameke, so if no action is taken, what will be your next move? You see, the, I, I have always said that uh, we are citizens, and that's the theme of, of, of our, our press conference. Hoteliers are citizens, not spectators. We have found something wrong with PURC's tariff, and we have issues with other aspects of our industry work. We are drawing their attention. We are not going to threaten them with uh, anything like hoteliers going on strike. We are business people. We are not interested in strike. We are drawing their attention to the issues confronting us as citizens. If they act on it, fine. If they don't act on it, the public is there to uh, judge the situation. We'll definitely follow up on this. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Edward Akanyamike, the president of the Ghana Hotels Association. You're still watching Business Live here on the Journeys channel with me, Beverly Brown. We take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Please stay with us. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of EcoBank. Download EcoBank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank.
Thanks for staying with us. We do some more stories now. And constant price increases have forced Ghanaians to reduce their appetite for fast-moving consumer goods, according to a survey by Maverick Research. The survey pointed out that consumers of set food price increases with non-essential items, such as non-alcoholic beverages, Atul Maika is managing principal of Maverick Research. We discovered from the survey is that the, from um, compared to last year, so the first half of this year, January to June of uh, 2022, 2023, compared to the period 2022, value growth, that means for FMCG products, the price increases have um, drove, have changed, have grown uh, by 80%. Wow. Meanwhile, volume has grown by 2%. But think about it. If you, what's the cost of uh, milk or the cost of your average cost of uh, any product that you, you, you buy, right? Um, that's gone up by that much. And Ghanaian consumers have not seen um, increases in prices, uh, sorry, in incomes to that level. So what do you have, what, what are they doing? They are substituting or making trade-offs. And so the trade-offs that we've seen in order to fund food inflation is a reduction in other categories that we consume so that I wouldn't consume as, as, as many or as, uh, as, as much uh, carbonated soft drinks, etc. But I would rather use that money to fund um, the cost in uh, tomato paste uh, and, and, and other products. It's, it's, it's equally important to also clarify or mention that what we saw was that even within the foods category, the all foods are not the same, right? right? And so there's needs and wants, right? And so the foods that we need, right, the non, uh, the, very, the essential pro, the essential foods, were able to were fairly um, inelastic, right? So the price increases, uh, consumers still tolerated the price increases for the most part. For foods that are optional, so what do I mean by optional foods? So foods that are, are good to have, um, I'm talking things like cheeses, uh, margarine, butter, um, etc. Mm-hmm. We saw that consumers really cut back on volumes as as quickly as the prices uh, as quickly as prices um, went up right so that is what we're seeing that Ghanaian consumer is stretched um, as, as, as it comes to his uh, um, disposable income and they are making those trade-offs based off of their, their economic situation and their needs at that, and at, that at, at this point in time. Now, Commissioner General of the Ghana Revenue Authority, Reverend Amisha Dawusuamwa, is appealing to taxpayers to be transparent in their tax obligation in order to qualify for some refund at the end of the year. According to him, many people qualify for an annual refund of a percentage on their tax payment, but are unable to reclaim due to the inability to file the right taxes. He explains. Refund is very, very effective, and many uh, institutions and enterprises are constantly getting refunds in millions. The challenge we have is for people understanding that refund comes from filing. So if you are not filing, then you will not be able to know that you have overpaid or you are underpaid. And therefore, that is why I'm saying that the mandatory filing and mandatory filing of all taxes is very, very important. Because it is through that 
take for example the individuals. Many of us, our companies deduct our PAYE. And we don't file, we don't indicate that we have aged, aged parents, which gives you a relief. You have a relief that you get if you have children in school, we don't indicate it. And therefore, you that have two aged parents alive, you are paying the same tax as the one whose parents, for me to say, has passed away. But under normal circumstances, if you are taking care of aged parents, there are reliefs that you must get. But if you don't file, there's no way of me knowing that your parents are alive and you are taking care. This release really working. If you file, you will get the reliefs. I sign almost every day money for and the, the tax law allows that for every tax that we collect, six percent of the tax is set aside for refunds. And so that money is always accumulated there, six percent of every tax you pay. It's not sent to the consolidated fund. Is set into a refund account. It's available to refund to anybody who has a refund. So the important thing I want to carry across to Ghanaians is that take up the habit of filing your tax. If you're filing your, if you file your tax, whatever refund that you need to get, you'll be able to get it from GRE. Now, as part of efforts to offer diversity and value addition, advertising giant DDP Outdoor has rebranded to DDP. With a vision to create value for global brands, the company hopes to expand its operations to the African continent, offering cutting-edge advertising services to its clients. Yes, more in this report. Formerly known as DDP Outdoor, the leading advertising firm has rebranded to DDP with the tagline, Expect More. The move is part of efforts to expand the operations of the company to serve diverse needs of clients and solidify their market dominance. The exercise, which coincided with the company's 50th anniversary, will see the introduction of various innovations tailored to ensure customer satisfaction. Speaking at a staff deba to commemorate its jubilee anniversary, Chief Executive Officer of the group, Norbert Rufu, had this to say. Over the past uh, uh, 50 years, we've been known for out-of-home advertising. But actually, when you look back in our history, you realize that at some point in time, we were doing a lot in terms of uh, building exhibitions. We are doing a lot in terms of point of sale materials. But we have moved and innovated beyond that. And what we now see from the next uh, coming years, we are going to do a lot in terms of in-store advertising. We are getting into below-the-line marketing. In other words, we are making DDP into a 360 advertising company. Our vision is to be the marketing communications experts, elevating brands and creating value for our stakeholders. So with that, we are not limiting it to Ghana. We are actually expanding it into Africa. The board chair of the group, Nenya Ijebe, stated that the new birth of DDP will ensure excellence in innovation. I think the whole tagline and the rebranding to expect more, I think we realize that yes, out of home, outdoor has a role to play in the media mix of of big brands, but we also need to play in other spaces uh, below the line uh, and elsewhere. So yeah, we're, we're we're being open-minded about where to look next and want to continue to be an innovative uh, company uh, working with uh, key brands in the country. 
Nenia Ijebe eulogizes the founder of the group, the late Togbo Mensa. He's a pioneer. No question. He's the founding president of AAG. Um, and yeah, I think he's well known. He was well known in the country and actually across the continent and even beyond. There's an international association uh, of outdoor operators globally. DDP is a member and Mr. T has been, you know, a pioneer and a, and a, a thought leader in our industry. Not just, not even just in outdoor, but in all advertising spaces in Ghana. It's all about uh, quality of service, timeliness. Um, uh, attention to detail and excellence. Um, as I mentioned in my speech, our founder was all about those values and that's what we try to live out day in, day out. As part of activities to mark the Jubilee celebrations, DDP will also end back on sustainable initiatives such as tree planting exercises and breast cancer awareness. And that's how we end Business Live tonight. You can read more of our stories on myjoyonline.com for a slash of business, I'm Beverly Broome. Enjoy the rest of our programs. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.